Well, welcome back to Playing It Safe, and today I'm doing a very a special little episode for Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all our mamas out there. Feliz Dia de los Madres. This is the day to celebrate. I mean, we should get like celebrated every day, I believe. But this is the day to celebrate all our moms, whether you birth the children, whether you are that mother figure, whether you are a foster mom, whether you are adopted mom, any role as a mother. I always say that a parent, um, you know, we can have biological children, but it takes, you know, to be called mom or dad. It's, it's someone who is in that role and that takes over with that. So um, again, happy Mother's Day to everybody. So I just really wanted to take the opportunity to, to do a quick little episode and uh, first, you know, I, when I think of Mother's Day, I always think of that. I, I wrote a, a blog a few years back saying an apology to my mother. And because growing up, I used to think that my mama was the worst. And, and Mom, if you're listening, I love you. You know I love you. And we already apologize over and over again. But I used to think she was bad because, you know, she wouldn't let me do things like go out with strangers and stay overnight at strangers' houses or people that she never met or go to parties, or do any of that stuff, right? And um, she used to call me every single day when I went to college. Now, mind you, I, I left at 16. So um, I went to college a few hours away, and she used to call and call and call and call every single day. And if I didn't answer, she would call right back. She would keep calling up, be like, Mom, stop it. Just leave a voicemail, and I'll call you when I get time. You know, be like a normal mom you know, or a normal parent. Well, you know, it wasn't until I became a parent myself that all these fears started kicking in. I remember being pregnant with my first kid and um, realizing that I'm crying at, even though this baby wasn't out yet, but I'm crying because I'm I'm crying that she's going to go to call, you know, leave one day. And I don't know where she's at. And, you know, I mean, now that I watch, like, investigative ID and you see, you know, college students, you know, disappearing or vanishing, you know, I mean, it's not that it's a common thing that happens every day, but because we see it in the media, you know, your your fears are spiked. And so, well, no shit, she was worried. I just wasn't answering. Here this young girl is out for the first time, and I'm not answering her calls. Of course she would be worried. So um, I make jokes with my husband that he's going to, you know, he would be worried too, but he's going to force me to call. So I'm the one that looks, you know, crazy all the time, calling all my kids like, you better be answering my phone call. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Mom. I thought um, I must have been so bad with my remarks back in the day, but I understand now. And I know that um, my kids won't understand until they become parents later on. And one thing my mom used to tell me was, I am not your friend. I am your mother. And not, not, <laughs> some of you are like, I'm my kid's friend. Well, I understand what she meant by that, is that she wasn't trying to always be nice because her position was to make sure that I was safe. And sometimes me being safe means that I don't, you know, she would disagree with things I was going to do because she was afraid of the, consequences because of that so again shout out to my mama I don't know how she raised us as a single parent she has to do it as a single parent and uh, I think back in the day she 
had made like $5.65 an hour and how she made, you know, ends meet, I, I don't know because I gotta tell you, I make way more than that. And wow, the pressure that you are at, as, uh, you know, at as an adult period, but then to have, you know, the responsibility of children and by yourself, knowing that you were left to this task to do by yourself, um, I still am amazed by her. And uh, so happy Mother's Day to my mother. And I'm amazed by a lot of women out there. A lot of mothers have been showing that they got the skills. They got, they can do more things than just their, um, them being a mom. And I, I don't say it as a diss of just being a mom. Because being a mom or any of my stay-at-home moms, first of all, Shout out to all of you ladies because I don't know how the hell you do it. <laughs> Being with kids all the time is hard. So that takes a lot in itself. But um, I'm amazed by a lot of these women I continue to see because, you know, you see women having to not only pour into their own children and take the time to really invest in that, but also, you know, I see all these moms still doing a lot of things for their community, for others, and it's just always giving and giving and giving. And it amazes me how individuals have that capacity to be caring and loving in that manner. I, I'm starting to sound really harsh myself, huh? <laughs> but um, I, I am amazed by a lot of these women. So I just wanted to uh, quickly take a couple, uh, a couple little reminders. And for this Mother's Day for all, our moms listening. Um, one is that I want to say, you know, w how you're doing it as a mom, you're doing awesome. Regardless of what people say, regardless of what little blogs or books or TV shows you watch and tell you to do, you know, how to raise your kid. Don't do this. Don't do that. Well, just know however you're doing it is the right way and nobody can tell you different. One thing I've realized is being as a mother is um, coming into this role, immediately I learn the pressures that society puts upon you and the judgment and the mom shaming that is never unending. And if you allow it to, it consumes you and you feel that you are a bad mother or a bad person because you're not following all the norms that people are telling you to do. And I just finally one day got sick and tired of it and I started to just be like, well, I guess I'm not going to listen to anybody anymore. I don't care what these people say because in reality, I had to know that what I was doing was right. It may not fit what others do but I, I just didn't care I didn't care what other people do because their life doesn't affect mine and I could I had to learn that what I'm doing was the best for my children regardless of what others thought and one of the biggest criticisms I got was um I just that ambition I have you know I still want to do things that is just for Veronica that has nothing to do with my kids like this podcast has nothing to do with my children. I just want to do it because I, I, I believe that I have a calling to do something like this. And it, it uh, helps me stay motivated and helps me uh, feel that I'm contributing to society in a sense, right? 
And uh, when I went for my education, for my doctorate degree, I had already had a, a career position. And so people just thought, why am I continuing to do this? Do I not want to hang out with my kids? And, you know, they don't realize the the thought process behind everything. And in reality, I was doing a lot of things uh, to improve my family because what you don't realize is when you got a doctorate degree, you get paid a lot more money. <laughs> so at least in my position. So, I, I, you know, they didn't realize I was doing that, okay? But it was like I'm being too ambitious. Um, I get comments as far as leaving. And if I go to a conference or for work purposes, um, I'm told that, you know, by other people like, oh, that's so awesome. I wish I can go, but I have to focus on my family. So I'm not allowed to do those things. You know, I don't got the time. And so, you know, people don't realize that they're like, wow, you're so awesome. But like you also only you're so selfish too. Jeez, I, I wish I could do that. But I got to focus on my priorities as if I wasn't doing that. So mom shamers. I've also learned are mostly women, <laughs> women who are mothers themselves. And I finally had to come into conclusion that um, people who shame, especially mothers who shame, they they have been under the pressure themselves to be uh, to hold a particular um, way of being a mom and that they have all these, you know, they have to. They fell into society norms of what was what was told, and they've told they've been told that they've been doing things wrong, so they change the way they parent because they want to make sure they're doing it right. And so it almost is like a domino effect. Well, if someone told me this and I'm not doing it right, and I'm changing. Well, now I need to go tell other people they're not doing it right too, because I was told I did it. Now you got to do it. Stop it. You're probably miserable yourself. <laughs> as far as like, damn it, I wish people would stop judging me on the way I parent. So uh, to all the mom shamers out there, stop it. No one cares what you're, about your opinion. Keep it to yourself. People always ask me when I talk to others, um, oh, you know, you give such good advice, but, like, how do you get along with people? I'm like, I don't give people advice. I don't. I have a podcast to talk out loud, but I don't ever really give my opinion to other people because most times I learn that, People, when they talk to you, they just want somebody to listen. They don't want any input. They don't want any judgment. And it's not my place, even if I disagree with somebody, it's not my place to tell them that I don't agree with them because it's their life. And however they're choosing to live or parent or whatever, that is up to them. I am in no way um, righteous to say that my way is the right way. It's the right way for my family but it may not be the right way for your family. So um, I, I specifically state this because not only am I a mom shamed a lot, I recently did an interview with uh, Joanna Hernandez, and I highly recommend you all listen to that if you haven't yet. And so this lady, she's one badass lady that is an iron worker. She's out there on these high rises and doing some crazy, you know, work. And it's dangerous whether it's a woman or a man. It's a dangerous job. However, when she got pregnant, she consulted her doctor if she should be still doing this work because, uh, you know, a lot of people were starting to say, oh, you're pregnant, you can't do this. And the doctor was like, no, listen, you can, you know, fall and hurt yourself 
just walking, okay? Or you could be in a car accident. You can do all these different things that still put you at risk. You're not doing anything harmful to your baby by doing your job. But yet, um, she would get emails in her, you know, she would get direct messages of individuals, specifically women, of shaming her and telling her how she's hurting her own child as if they're a freaking doctor that can check her belly, okay? Stop it. We got to stop this. We got to stop. We live in a, in, in a world where not only do we shame, we feel entitled to give our opinions. Um, most of us disagree, but yet we can't have constructive discussions because they always turn into arguments. And, uh, you know, people are just really out to, to cyberbully. I don't know. We come into like a bullying society, you know, and social media doesn't help us that much either. So I wanted to um, make sure that w we confront any of these shamers. Just know anyone who does shame, just live out your own life. You know, don't worry about it. Maybe that'll help free you up. Okay. Also, being a mom is hard because you not only have the pressures of having to um, have all these other obligations, but you're still a woman. And you feel the pressures of society of having to do things as women, making sure you look good, making sure you lose weight. You know, um, you still got to keep up your hair done, keep, you know, keep all this good stuff, right? There's so much pressure on women in general. And then being a mom on top of that is just that much harder. I learned um, with my first pregnancy that uh, as I was, you know, getting prepared with the birth plan and I was told, you know, you got to do it natural. Have, have the baby natural because, oh, the other, the other stuff can harm you. Um, you know, make sure you breastfeed. That formula is terrible for your baby, okay? Um, don't give the baby a pacifier. They're going to have nipple confusion. <laughs> Just all this crazy random shit that people would say. And, you know, I listened to people in the beginning, and it literally drove me insane. I had... Uh, postpartum depression um breastfeeding hurts and it sucks i you know i still did it with my kids and what i'm like am i doing well one is cheaper right the formula but i'm like i still did it but because i was felt like i would be a bad mom if i didn't do it no one tells you the pain that it comes with it um giving birth without any medication yeah, I don't recommend that. I've done it twice, and I've done, I've had my twins with an epidural. Holy smokes, completely different. Yeah, so with all this, um, you know, I think in the beginning with my first kid, we got, you know, one of my cousins gave me one of her little blenders so you can make the baby food fresh, and, you know, <laughs> you're, you're boiling water to sanitize. You're just doing all these extra stuff. It's like those commercials where it's like, mom with first kid right and you see all like the the mother being extra and then second kid third kid, you know you just you just don't care at that point right you learn that oh all those extra things i did with my baby was not <laughs> was not necessarily necessary i remember with my first child uh she was colicky and she she had gas and i was breastfeeding her and so people were telling me that what I was eating was, was that's what was causing it. So I gave up dairy. I mean, literally, I gave up everything. I be, became so strict with my diet and nothing helped. And so finally, I told her pediatrician one day, 
who, by the way, was my pediatrician back in the day, he started laughing. He was like, oh, dear. <laughs> what you're doing, that's not going to, that's not affecting her. You know, stop it. You can go back to, you know, eating like a normal person. And I had to realize, ah, oh, that's just stupid me. Like, I fell into these pressures, again, of being told what I was supposed to do. So um, I, I say that all with respect to everybody and say, you know, all you moms have been doing it right, regardless if we feel like failing. Another thing that, um, one thing that's not discussed, I think, I think it's being a mother, but also just being a parent. Um, the amount of worry and fear that comes across and still having to put on a game face. Um, I remember when I was informed about my son, um, you know, that he was five days old. And he was, he's a twin. And I was just told, you know, that, that, you know, he, he had, he had a heart condition and he's going to, we're going to transport him right now. And he's going to need surgery. I mean, just all these things. I had a team of doctors come to me and, and tell me all these different things. So, so I lost it. Like I, I literally lost my mind. I lost my shit. And I call my brother. I always call my brother when I'm losing it because he can will me back, you know? And my brother was like, Veronica, First of all, your son's gonna be okay, and he said, "But you're a mom. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put your game face on and act like everything is okay." And you know, we'll talk about this later. I'll, I'll give you a hug later. You can cry with me, but right now you gotta go. You gotta go uh, put a straight face for your kids. And it was so impactful to me because at that moment, I think that was the first time that I felt real fear and pain, like extreme that I realized that the face that my mother was putting on for my brother and I, all those years, you know, um, she was married to my father. My father left and left, you know, her by herself. And she put a game face on. You know, once in a while I might catch her crying like late, like if I woke up in the middle of the night. But in front of us, she never, ever once showed any, um, sadness. She never showed us any worry that she couldn't afford something. Um, you know, she always made it seem like everything was fine. And I, I guess I, that was the moment I realized, wow, being a parent really makes you have to put on a game face and you kind of live in this, um, you know, sometimes a false reality for your children to, because you just, you, you just try to hold all the pressures of yourself. You try to hold, you know, you try to make sure that you control the environment. You don't want to harm your children. You don't want them to worry. You don't want them to, to have any fears. So you're, you're taking that all in. But then I also realized, where does that go? Do, how, how, who do I talk to now? Like, I'm losing it in my mind, but outside I'm smiling. How do I, who do I talk to? Who's going to be my comfort, right? Well, i got to let you know, my mom still, I still talk to her. She, sometimes I cry. Be like, all right, come talk to me. Something's wrong. I can hear it in your voice. You know, moms are pretty good about that. But um, it made me realize that the the amount of of pressure and everything that an individual, especially mothers out there, and, and no no discredit to fathers, but there'll be a Father's Day episode, so we'll talk about you all later. Okay, but it's it's just a lot. 
Um, so another thing I learned is that I had to put, start putting myself first. And uh, what many people um, may not know is I had a, a one incident. I was leaving work and I left a little early. Usually I'm around that time. People will leave about five. I think I left about 430. And on my way walking to the parking lot, I um, passed out. I blacked out. And um, I got up and thankfully no one was around me. And I say thankfully because, you know, um, as if anyone falls or anyone has any d- done anything like that, it's embarrassing. Regardless if you're, if you're not, you're like, oh, shit, I just fell. I don't want no one to see me. So thankfully no one saw me. But I had to drive home in my arm and legs were bloody because I didn't stop myself and I fell on, con- um, on the blacktop. And I'm a big girl, so I, I got injured. And so when I got home, my husband, who is usually um, like, let's not need, you know, you don't need doctors. We can handle this, you know. I was like, you need to go to doctors. Something's wrong. It's not normal to black out. So I went and, um, you know, the doctors were like, you're, you're, you look healthy, but it's not healthy to black out. It's where your, your um, brain loses oxygen. So I had all these scans done, brain scan. The doctors seemed worried, and now they're freaking me out, right? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I can't die. I got to take care of my kids. And it, it was the doctor had to sit me down. It's like, listen, you need to start putting, take care of yourself. You don't take care of your health. And I'm like, what do you mean? I exercise. I eat what right. I do all these things. I, I'm fine. Like, no, no, no. You need to take care of yourself. Like whether it's take a break, um, you know, take a day to yourself, relax. First of all, I don't, I don't know how to relax. I've been working on it, right? And so um, that was a wake-up call that, oh, man, I, I never take time for myself because I have all these other obligations. And moms are not supposed to take time for themselves, right? That's what society says. you got to focus on everyone else. So that incident taught me to uh, start enjoying things a little bit more. I uh, do girls' night every once in a while. This weekend, I'm going out with my sister-in-law for Mother's Day. We are, um, every year, her and a few of her girlfriends like to do like a, either a day spa thing or like they rent a place for a weekend, and they have no kids. Like the concept of not hanging out with your kids for Mother's Day was new to me, right? I thought that's what you're supposed to do. And they're like, girl, we hang out with our kids every day, 24-7. Why would we want to be with them on Mother's Day? We're supposed to celebrate ourselves. That means we're taking care of ourselves that day. So um, I started to learn a lot of things from other women who uh, may, on the outside, people are like, wow, look at them. They're just taking off and doing things themselves. And what about their kids, okay? These women are smart women. They have all their stuff in control. But they started to learn that through trial and error, they had to take care of themselves first, too. And one thing I've learned as a, um, as a person who, who worked with in counseling, I had a lot of students that would come back after, especially a lot of returning moms who maybe had kids in school or maybe they waited till their kids were out of school and now they had time to focus on themselves. But when, you're, when you have children, you believe that you have... Um, that is forever, and not that kids are not forever. You're always a mama, but you you know you, that time feels like forever. And then one day they're gone. They move out. 
And then it's like, what, what do you do now? You've never focused on yourself. Now, where do you start from? And that fear for me of being lost one day is terrifying. I literally don't want my, when my kids move out to be like, what do I do now? Okay. I want to still have my goals. I still want to do and pursue other things besides just being a mom. I learned that being Veronica is important and it's important to put me first because if I'm not healthy, if I'm not mentally prepared, if I don't have ambition, it's going to bleed into my home life. Kids know when we're not happy. Um, kids know when this, when the relationships are not working because you're not, you're not putting focus on yourself. So therefore you can't give a best version of yourself to a relationship, right? You know, and, and have those goals together. So um, I've learned a lot as being a mom, and I'm still learning a lot. I learned that uh, my kids, you know, they're a little a-holes sometimes, right? And they don't appreciate anything. I'm learning that, and I'm learning that I can't be their friend all the time. I'm just, I continue to learn, but I'm continuing to be inspired and thankful that I have this opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I'm just trying to be a better version of myself because, I specifically have daughters, and so for anyone who listens to this full podcast, I will be having my fourth daughter, so yes, that's right, there's another one coming, I haven't announced it yet, so if you're listening to this, you won't hear everything, and um, it's, it, I don't want them to fall under these same pressures, I want them to be able to feel confident as a woman, period, whether they're a mother or not, and I, I, I just want to make sure that they put themselves first before focusing on their children. So if they have children, okay? So um, I definitely don't want them to feel pressure that they have to because that's another thing society tells us. So with all that said, ladies, this is just a Mother's Day special. Um, all you moms out there, again, I hope you spoil yourself somehow. I hope people spoil you, but if you don't, if they don't or they, they lacked a little, spoil yourself or do double, whatever. You deserve it, damn it. You do so much and the world doesn't appreciate it enough. So no mamas that uh, I appreciate all of you. I think all you women are amazing. And don't let your story stop. Focus on who you are first and continue on going. Um, again, happy Mother's Day. Please like and subscribe and pass the, the good news on. Until the next time, have a good day, ladies. Enjoy your day.